0: It's coffee, coffee break.
1: break! Yay! It's the first one of the new year! Yep,
0: we skipped New Year's. Um, There wasn't much to talk about last week.
1: Yeah, not only did we need a break, but nothing happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, just enjoy the new week. Now, we begin our 2024 year of this podcast.
1: It's gonna be hard remembering it's actually 2024.
0: Why? It's already here.
1: I feel like nothing. it's not gonna be worth remembering this year.
0: Nothing's going to be worth remembering?
1: Nothing substantial to the... Well... Okay. N- I might be wrong. <laughs> I
0: think there's going to be some things this year that are going to be worth remembering.
1: Media-wise.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think there's going to be some things. But one of the most interesting things that happened, uh, I think, at the end of last year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: was the copyright... To Disney's Steamboat Willie.
1: Yeah. The
0: black and white version of Mickey, the original animated.
1: Yeah, the very first animated version of Mickey, or one of the very firsts.
0: Yes, is you can use them yep. wherever you want.
1: I thought about and making a shirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the moment that happened the next morning, or the the morning of, we got a video game mm-hmm. featuring the Mickey Mouse character. Yep. And then we got a trailer for a movie where it's a slasher. Of course,
1: just like Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey.
0: You know what's funny? Mm -hmm. The director of Blood and Honey, he said they shouldn't have done that. Wow, really? And I was like, (laughs) who are you to say anything? You did that to... (laughs) If anything, Winnie the Pooh is more beloved than Mickey Mouse. Mm Mm-hmm and I, like, i'll go to
1: bat for that one mickey mouse has been depicted as like a mean horrible character a million times because yes. it's funny you don't do that to winnie <laughs> he's too sweet
0: <laughs> yeah it doesn't make sense to make him whatever but they made the movie whatever they're gonna make another one yeah so apparently i was reading uh disney is still copywriting the music though
1: oh that makes sense
0: so if you're gonna use that steamboat willie theme
1: mm-hmm. you can't See, Disney I...
0: still owns that
1: yeah so,
0: it's just the character's likeness.
1: Yeah, makes sense. I was thinking about making a shirt. I don't know what to do with it, though. We'll see. <laughs> hmm.
0: You can have him go blackface. I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> in true Disney fashion. <laughs>
0: Song of the South,
1: right?
0: <laughs> okay, the one thing we didn't get to talk about between the two weeks here was the news on Jonathan Majors. Yeah. The verdict has come through. Everybody already knows he's guilty. Mm -hmm. He will face his uh, true sentence in February? Mm -hmm. No, March.
1: Soon. Early. Early this year.
0: And he faces up to a year of jail time.
1: Only a year? (laughs) Whatever. How long do you
0: think people should be put away?
1: I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. Maybe longer?
0: I don't think they need to be longer than that. I don't
1: know. How much did he lie about it? That's the thing that makes him like, well, maybe you deserve more punishment. Yeah,
0: well, he just lost his job and he's going to jail. I think that's punishment.
1: Okay. I guess you're right.
0: (laughs) Will he ever work in Hollywood again? I don't know.
1: Probably not for a while.
0: Yeah. Uh, But hey, I mean, Cosby's out and about and he's still doing stand-up comedy. That's a little weird. He's
1: alive? Yeah. I thought he died.
0: O.J still making fun tiktoks
1: yeah so you gotta start and
0: <laughs> wonder like uh do you really get punished for what you did
1: like are kelly's still walking around and whatever right
0: no he's in jail oh is he oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> that, that did not work out i
1: thought he was still making music no
0: he's, he's done if he's making music it's somebody else
1: <laughs> <laughs> making
0: him make the music <laughs> So, Jonathan Majors is gone. Immediately, Marvel was like, We're done. We severed ties. Which was uh, remarkably fast.
1: Yes, especially considering that DC never severed ties with um, Ezra Miller. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it, it was that easy all along.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, I just had deja vu. I think we did talk about this.
1: We might have m- mentioned it.
0: Okay. Well, he came out in an interview recently crying for himself. Of course. Uh, nothing really interesting was said. Because we all know he's guilty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're just asking him, like, pretty much how do you feel about this whole thing. And, you know, it's over, right? Um, what does Marvel do? This is my big question. And I know everyone's kind of wondering it. Mm-hmm. Do they recast for Kang? Yeah. Or do we actually move away from Kang?
1: It's uh, I've seen arguments on both sides. Personally, I think just recast him. Not only do we already have all the setup for this character, but I think there's a lot of amazing actors who could do Kang. Mhm. Um, I don't I don't remember the actual man's name. He's OJ in Nope. He's the voice of Hobie in Spider-Man
0: Across the Spider-Verse.
1: Uh, I don't remember his name. He could be a fun choice to go with.
0: Yep. Uh, there's there's a lot of options being thrown out there for who you could recast him as. Mhm. Um, but I also see a lot of people going, just move on, go to like Doctor Doom.
1: Yeah. So the the other argument is like, well, nothing we've seen with Kang is all that interesting so far.
0: <laughs> yeah. One of the biggest disappointing movies of this last year of 2023 was um, Ant Man Three, Quantumanium.
1: the dog turds. <laughs> and he
0: was the main villain in that one.
1: It's so forgettable. It was so bad. Not it's threatening. Weird. He lost to Ant Man. And one of the more threatening ones, Lost to (laughs) (laughs) Ant-Man.
0: Well, he wasn't the strongest version of him. But, yeah. So I'm going to put down this question. I'd like you guys to vote, and then we'll talk about what your answers are next week. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a new thing that we're going to start doing this year. Um, I know I tried to kind of
1: incorporate little bits of that. We're going to have a question. And let us know your thoughts.
0: Yeah, really. Go out there and actually vote. Put down comments. Um. And yeah, we will start making that a new segment here.
1: It'll be exciting. And we'll all have a cool conversation together.
0: Yes, we will. Okay. Now, Guillermo del Toro's Frankenstein.
1: Yeah. What about it?
0: He never actually casted uh, Andrew Garfield.
1: What? What? (laughs) He
0: was eyeballing him.
1: Oh, no.
0: (laughs) They didn't get Andrew. Damn. I don't know uh, if that was a thing between them, if they ever talked to him, but they got another guy. who the they get? His name is Jacob Elordi.
1: Doesn't ring a bell?
0: Elordi. He's known for playing a character in Euphoria, Oh, well, be... which we don't watch. Nope. <laughs> and uh, he played Elvis in Priscilla.
1: Okay. He seems like a cool per. I don't, like the, like half an interview I've seen, half a three seconds of an interview I've seen, he seems like a neat person.
0: Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that they, because they don't look alike. No, and there's also a height difference.
1: I am gonna say I am massively disappointed because I like Andrew Garfield and I want to see him do more.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, there's rumors he'll be Sony's Spider-Man. I, I, I don't know. I, think, I don't buy into that. I, I
1: don't think he wants to be Sony Spider-Man. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I don't think many of them want to. I think oh. I think
1: they're all kind of done being superheroes for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that this was supposed to be a Netflix movie.
1: This, all oh, that makes sense, Guillermo's last thing was a Netflix thing.
0: Oh, Pinocchio before that, where he won the Oscar for Best Animated Picture.
1: Oh, I was thinking of the um, anthology miniseries. Captain of
0: Curiosities. Yeah.
1: We only watched the first two episodes? hmm One episode? Two episodes. It was a while ago. It was. We didn't finish it.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I thought, so there seems to be a partnership between Netflix and him.
1: Weird. <laughs> Netflix has two hands. In one, one of the most amazing horror authors of all time. And, in the, and in the other, Adam Sandler.
0: <laughs> you forgot their third hand, Zack Snyder.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get ready for Rebel Moon Part 2. <laughs> I, was,
0: I was at the... I was at Walmart. I mean, let's not just beat around that bush there. <laughs> it's not the finest of moments.
1: No shame in Walmart. They got cheap shit.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I saw the novelization of uh, Rebel Moon.
1: I wonder if it's better in book form.
0: I wonder too. I thought about picking it up and just skimming through it.
1: Because I bet there's a lot of untold story like internally that we don't see in the movie. Maybe. Um. Damn. A part of me really wants to like Rebel Moon. And the other part of me is like, but it was so bad. <laughs> R- Rebel
0: Moon's numbers dropped hard. Uh, the writers have come out and tried to defend it. One of the things they said is, no, 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 you got to wait for the second part. Dumb. Which I'm like, if you couldn't sell me on the first part, you're definitely not going to get me on the... Second, Second part, part yeah. you know? Why would I come back? <laughs> I will come back, just because I know it's just going to get stupider from yes, here. Yes,
1: burningly curious. I I want to say how it gets worse from here. <laughs> Hopefully it gets better, but I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm sure it's going to be all over the place. Uh. So uh, Christopher Waltz joined the Frankenstein movie.
1: As who? We who? don't know who. Who's Christopher Waltz?
0: Christopher Waltz, um, Django Unchained. He's the German guy that joins him. Oh! He's also in Glorious Bastards. He's the main Nazi. Yeah, he does, yeah. Uh,
1: He was in something else, too. And he's
0: Spectre and. Yeah. 007 Spectre.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet he'll be like. His assistant or something. Do we know for a fact Oscar Isaac is going to be...
0: Yes, Oscar and Mia Goth are actually in it.
1: <laughs> yes! Yeah. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then uh, I, you made us do something for this year.
1: Yes. So lots of times we are sitting there and we'll be like, I don't know what to watch. We have nothing to... There's nothing new to catch up on. We don't know what to do. So my solution was I had... Myself write a list of 50 movies And I had you write a list of 50 movies Yes it was hard And I've blended the two lists together So we have a list of 100 movies So whenever we're at a moment where it's like We don't know what to watch Get a randomizer Pick a random number Watch whatever movie we land on
0: Yep. And for my list I went to Pixar Because I was like There's a ton of Pixar movies I never saw
1: yeah, you went in an interesting direction. You went with movies you haven't seen. Mm-hmm. I went with movies that I know I like, but necessarily we don't always watch. Like, The Sound of Music is on my list. Because we we've never watched The Sound of Music. I don't I want like to watch it. it. Well, if we land on number 20, or whatever it was, <laughs> then we're going to have to. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, in doing so, I looked into DreamWorks and i looked into uh, a bunch of different studios and stuff and mm-hmm. everything i went into bloomhouse cuz i was a little curious and one of the movies i saw coming up this year in this october is called dogman
1: dogman yeah what's that
0: is it dogman or wolfman
1: wolfman i'm more intrigued <laughs> uh... like the uh, like the classic wolfman story like the werewolf the Airwolf <laughs> man story.
0: <laughs> Hold on.
1: Gotta type in Bloom House.
0: Yeah, it's called Wolfman. So it'll be released uh, October 25th of this year and it will be directed by Lee Wanel. Wanel? Wanel, who uh, wrote Saw. Yeah. He wrote uh, Insidious. Well
1: he's great.
0: <laughs> he started directing uh in the sequels of Insidious and then he went on to do the Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. And now he's doing Wolfman.
1: God, the directing in Invisible Man was really good. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's 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 a good movie. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed that one and how creepy the Invisible Man actually is.
1: Yeah. It got smart. Some cre- the best shot there wasn't even anything on screen. We just, because we were like in the kitchen with her, she was doing something, mm-hmm. and then she walked off screen. But we but stayed. We sta- and it implies that we were still staring at something, but we just couldn't see it. And that immediately the creepiness set in at that point of something being there that you can't see.
0: <laughs> so, one of the things I know about the invisible man is like an accident happened and it covered his skin and he became invisible. Okay. It's a common trope. In this one, he uses a, a suit of technology that allows him to constantly camouflage with the environment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I thought that was a really unique direction to go. Yeah. Using technology instead of some weird, like, chemical burn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whatever fantasy thing you want <laughs> to drop.
1: I have to, like, come up with some random non-science to explain it away. <laughs> yep.
0: uh, so, yeah, for him to be able to do Wolfman, mm-hmm. little interested. I like werewolves. I think they're fascinating.
1: I think underutilized in the horror genre. What
0: do you mean? Stephanie Meyer did a whole... <laughs>
1: <laughs> the horrors of being racist <laughs> to indigenous people. <laughs> Stephanie, no!
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, not too cool.
1: <laughs> I'm excited. I, we're, we're building our monster-verse all over Yeah, again. so
0: now we're building the classic horror monsters. You got Frankenstein, but that's not going to be Blumhouse. So eventually they got to figure out their way to do Frankenstein. But also there was another Frankenstein movie last year.
1: Frankenstein's kind of always in rotation. It's such a classic one to cover. Mm-hmm. The mother of all science fiction.
0: The, the only monster that I think is going to be the hardest one to adapt. And it's because there's so much more movies about this one monster mm-hmm. than any other movie. Dracula.
1: Yeah, because everyone's done Dracula. Everyone. So how do you do Dracula, but do it different? How do you beat, um, I don't even just like, uh, like last year, the last voyage of the Demeter. Demeter. Yeah. yeah,
0: which only tells a small part of that story.
1: The most interesting part, my favorite part.
0: <laughs> there was also Renfield.
1: Mm-hmm. I would say, oh, Bloomhouse is coming out with Night Swim. And I know it's not the creature from the Black Lagoon, but it's kind of creature from the Black Lagoony ish.
0: Is there something in there?
1: There we've seen like glimpses of some it looks like a hair monster. It looks like the hair that gets like, caught in the drain kinda yeah. came to life.
0: <laughs> which is a, a horror story unto itself. Yes <laughs> that that should drop very soon, actually. That should drop maybe this Friday.
1: Uh, oh really? Yeah. I thought that was in February. We'll watch it. I'm sure we will. <laughs>
0: Moving on, Matthew McConaughey, everyone's favorite Texan, who what's keeps ha- stepping in shit.
1: What's What's happened with with Matt? <laughs> I thought
0: this was interesting, just because I've talked about Yellowstone a little bit here and there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and how uh, the crater uh, Taylor Sheridan Boo. keeps starting fights with people. Yeah, he's pissed off Kevin Costner to the point where Kevin Costner's done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now he's picking fights with Cole. yeah also making coffee and brandy or whiskey or something like that
1: we've mentioned these before on the podcast yeah
0: matthew mcconaughey is supposed to be in a spinoff of yellowstone Mm -hmm. called 2024
1: yeah
0: and he's now saying he doesn't want to do it because apparently taylor is actually such a fucking dick
1: damn you're gonna lose matthew damn
0: yeah i thought that was really interesting that you attracted all this star power and now immediately they're like well, nope
1: apparently it's a huge ego he let it all just go to his head yep. <laughs> what a loser he deserves it fuck you taylor sheridan <laughs> i don't like you
0: <laughs> which sucks because i was kind of looking forward to the series because it was supposed to be a sequel to yellowstone
1: maybe matthew will just hop on board of kevin costner's new thing then <laughs> they'll do the adventures together <laughs>
0: What is that called? Costner's? Yeah, it's like Centennial.
1: Centennial? I don't know. Some ranchy, real (laughs) run-of-the-mill.
0: Yeah, he filmed the first part. It'll come out in theaters this September, and it's going to be like three and a half hours long. Nice. And he plans to do like two more.
1: Cool. (laughs) I hope it's good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of
0: the thing, isn't it? Big news for The Last of Us. The Emmys... But not to be confused with the other Emmys. What? Yes. There's two different Emmys.
1: Oh, God.
0: (laughs) There is the Creative Arts Emmys, which happened last week or this weekend, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: whenever you're hearing it. And then later on will be the Primetime Emmys. Okay. The Primetime Emmys are the Emmys that people always talk about. Okay. Despite that, all these news outlets are saying... Yes, this is true. Nick Offerman won this special guest appearance for The Last of Us. Hooray! It's his first Emmy, but it's a creative arts Emmy. Uh-huh. They're saying he won an Emmy.
1: It's like a, Calm down. It's like <laughs> the difference between a TED Talk and a TEDx Talk. Like, one is just not nearly as prestigious as the other.
0: <laughs> what's, what's a TEDx?
1: It's like a mini version. Smaller venue. It's for incredibly Like, things that are so niche that you can't really have a whole... Oh, um uh tommy tallarico the guy who stole the oof sound effect and then lied about how many guinness world records he had he did a tedx talk but he claims it was a ted talk (laughs) about video game music
0: (laughs) you remember when he made that lie that he works for He worked for Metroid Prime.
1: (laughs) Remember when he said that he came up with the sound effects first, and then they made the weapons around his sound effects? Yes. What a crazy man.
0: (laughs) Even though Samus was a character long before that?
1: Yeah, and also... Who always
0: had a like a cannon on her arm?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever, dude.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they just sat there and redesigned the whole thing. (laughs) Anyway, so they were talking to Nick Offerman Mm -hmm. about it, and... He said that there's been talks of a prequel series for mm-hmm. The Last of Us.
1: What could it be a prequel series
0: before the times?
1: I guess there like but like sometime the... between uh everything's happening and Joel meets Ellie. I guess some, there are like what 10 years in between there?
0: I think so, yeah. Uh the way he made it sound it was going to be about Bill and Frank I don't before. Think... And I was like, I don't know if you can do a whole show about that.
1: Yeah. Also, I don't think I want to see a whole show about that. Like, I think it's pretty perfect how it is. Like, expanding it more could be cute and perhaps thrilling in some ways, but I don't think it's necessary.
0: Yeah, me either. But I thought it was interesting that he threw that out there because I was like, a little bizarre. Mm. And then here I want to take a moment to talk about Dead Space. Okay. I just did the power on for it. It's finished. 12 is the last chapter. That was a better remake than Rosing 4. Despite yeah. the technical difficulties that I had where I thought the game saved, it crashed. It didn't keep the recordings. I had to go back and redo a lot of stuff mm-hmm. just to get back on track. Um there were some glitches here and there where I couldn't grab items out of cabinets, especially if there was, like, zero gravity. The items would float up.
1: Well, I imagine, yeah, the stasis would probably... Wasn't it buggy in the original, too, sometimes?
0: Well, the original's from 2008.
1: Yeah. I can't really <laughs>
0: judge it. Uh. The, They're not running off the RE engine, mm-hmm. right? I think they're using, like, Havoc or something.
1: <laughs>
0: Maybe. I, I don't know. It's one of those other ones. And... The RE engine is beautiful, especially with lighting.
1: Yes, it is so impressive. environments
0: <laughs> and design, but Dead Space did get nominated for one award at the Game Awards. Mhm. And it was for sound design. Yeah. It did not win. But I can tell you, playing the entire game, whoa, that was worth a nomination. Yeah. That was re- it is terrifying.
1: Didn't oh. I
0: hated that sometimes I can hear them in the vents.
1: Oh. <laughs> it wasn't didn't hi-fi rush win yes if okay sound design is like the entire point of the game yeah. if hi-fi rush didn't win do you think maybe Dead face would have yes cool <laughs>
0: there oh man yeah it was creepy and of course when it was the jump scare mm-hmm. they were hitting me constantly with jump scares and i was like stop
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and i don't usually fall for jump scares which, which is weird, especially in, like, movies or television. Yeah. You see them coming. You do. In Dead Space, putting on the headphones, I was totally immersed into the ship, mm. in the darkness of the Ishimura. Yeah. Whew, that was awesome. Nice. It was fun just chopping them up. It's incredibly violent and gory, which I've wanted.
1: It's odd, just like the original, Yo. baby. A <laughs> um,
0: lot more expanded story than the original. The original was just a straight on... Go down and fix the ship, you well, know?
1: Well, now that they knew how the story would go, I bet they were like, this is the opportunity to go back and add some more.
0: Well, yeah, uh, they took liberties in there. And from what I understood and what I've been reading is that because of how much they did for this remake, there, there's a great potential they'll remake two. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be about two. Oh. they're going to make their own story.
1: Ooh, ooh, interesting. <laughs> That'd be fun.
0: Yeah, I was like, that's really cool. And as you keep going with Isaac, you get to really develop that character out. Mm-hmm. Um, Scary. <laughs> Very scary. <laughs> so, yeah, all of it is up on uh, my channel right now. Yep. So you guys can watch that. Uh, some parts are longer than others. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way that game went with me. But I loved it. I really loved it. And I recommend if you love those types of games or you want a real scary game to play, that's one to go for.
1: I've been enjoying your random screenshots you've been posting on Twitter. Mm -hmm. A couple of real phenomenal ones. I liked the one with the flamethrower the best.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. There's a part where I'm just barbecuing them alive with the flamethrower. And I'm just sitting there for maybe a good two minutes just roasting them. There was so much going on on screen. I could feel my TV freaking out, and I could feel the PlayStation going, it's too much. Like, Jeez. there's too much happening right now. <laughs> I was like, that, that was cool, that I can actually push that limit
1: mm-hmm.
0: with just this flamethrower.
1: I'm glad. I, they, the developers probably sat there and went, we need to make sure this game is flamethrower-proof, because someone's going to go ham with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, super fun. Now... Let's get into Box Office Trolls.
1: Box Office Trolls! Woo! Did did anything come out this week? Not really. Because the, the Golden Globes happened. And usually things don't come out on uh, weeks where there's events like that. Things get announced on weeks like that.
0: Oh, yeah. There's no reason to drop anything. Except for, yeah, I guess Night Swim came out.
1: Oh, it did! <laughs> it came out already! <laughs> Woohoo! Oh,
0: well, it's universal. We'll get it. Um... On Peacock.
1: Yay! <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, because the awards are already going, you don't really want to put something out that might not get a, an award.
1: Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. more
0: nomination awards you get, the more people look at it. Yes. And then the more potential buyers you get.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Then you get more money for the next thing you're doing.
0: Yeah. So, number one is Wonka. Woo! Wonka was just dominating.
1: 4 weeks in, it's still number 1. That's yep. impressive. <laughs> uh
0: Night Swim, number
1: 2. Woohoo.
0: Number 3, Aquaman 2. Good for them. The last of the DCEU. <laughs> number 4, Migration. Okay, cool. Number 5, Anyone But You. Okay. Number 6, The Boys in the Boat.
1: I don't know that one. It doesn't have a distributor. It yeah. might be indie or uh from a different country?
0: I don't know. Boys in a boat. Sounds like it might get carried away.
1: <laughs> it's just like <laughs> a random porn has made it to the top of the box office.
0: <laughs> I'd be happy for it.
1: That's like good for them. They did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the color purple.
1: Cool. So, the- okay. Before we... The color purple. Yes. I keep seeing Oprah specifically keeps doing these things where she's like, "It's a feel good movie. It's a feel good movie. It's uplifting. It's a feel good movie." I would argue, I don't think it is. <laughs> I I don't think it is.
0: <laughs> well, from seeing the old footage, because this is the movie that made Oprah mm-hmm. when she was a little teenager,
1: uh, something young like, adult, something like that. When she was
0: just starting out. Mm -hmm. And this was her big first role. And the scenes I've seen from it, yes, it's very sad and depressing. Yeah. Heavy-handed and racism. That's like the whole point. (laughs) But when I look at this remake that she produced, Mm -hmm. right, I see musical sequences.
1: Well, it is a musical.
0: Is it? It is. Because I haven't seen any musical shots from the original.
1: It's just like with Wonka and... uh... Wonka's a musical? Yeah, I'm just kidding. They're all <laughs> musicals. <laughs> Moca's musical, Color Purple's musical. They just didn't market it that way.
0: No. Okay. Uh, I should probably watch the original and then watch the remake.
1: Yeah. Just to compare for,
0: not only to compare, but I should probably watch the original for cinema history. Mm-hmm. Just more background. Yep. Always keep learning.
1: Exactly.
0: Number eight, The Iron Claw.
1: What is this one?
0: This is a wrestling movie that stars uh, cutie hot boy Zac Efron.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, who's cutie hot boy? (laughs) And
0: uh, I guess everybody's new heartthrob jeremy allen white
1: oh yes oh i remember yeah i do want to watch that
0: (laughs) yeah i would just like to see them Mm -hmm. um and yeah wrestling the drama's already built into it a
1: couple of cutie hot boys doing fun wrestle times (laughs) what's not to love (laughs) in its
0: sequel the boys in the boat (laughs) 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 uh number nine ferrari Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and number 10 poor things
1: okay poor things is only five weeks old Yeah, damn i want to see it i want to see it i'm intrigued
0: yeah i mean well we'll get into it yeah (laughs) (laughs) we watched some stuff we watched a lot of stuff
1: yeah we had some catching up to do
0: yep Percy Jackson is the first thing to talk about.
1: We're officially halfway through the season. Yes. It's terrible. <laughs> Whoa, wait. <laughs>
0: Before you start that off. Okay. Episode three.
1: Oh, did we not talk about episode three? No,
0: because that was the week we missed. Oh. This is the episode of Medusa.
1: Oh. It, terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Thoughts. My thoughts on episode three are exactly the same as episode four, where we come across a very famous, legendary awesome amazing entity who happens of course it's a woman because every villain is a woman and almost every woman is a villain (laughs) it's
0: weird how much they're falling onto that sword
1: like i don't think about these things very often but it's very noticeable with percy jackson (laughs) when
0: you point that out in the last two episodes there was the harpy Mm mm-hmm who has the name, I don't know, whatever.
1: Yeah, Cindy or whatever the hell. <laughs> Cindy
0: Lou who, The Herpy Fester?
1: No, no, no! <laughs> and, and then, then uh, this one, they fought Echidna, the mother of all monsters. Yes. And they had a chimera. It, that's not what chimeras look like. No, that's I'm not what they look like. salty. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's a...
0: Back to episode three. Yeah. Hold on. I got some problems. Mm-hmm. They go to M's like shop or whatever, which mm-hmm. is Medusa, right? Yeah and she has the all the stone figures out in the front, like nice decorations, whatever. I'm yeah. supposed to believe she was capable of doing that.
1: Yeah <laughs> That's
0: just a joke. And, um and the the harpy is waiting at the end of the driveway. yeah, and she stays here the entire time. yeah,
1: like she made it clear like she's not gonna leave.
0: But she's scared of Medusa.
1: But she also, like, like hide in a tree. Like, ambush the kids. Don't stand there in broad daylight yeah, and just wait. <laughs>
0: I did not understand. It was dumb. It made no sense to me. Percy cuts Medusa's head off. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Which we don't see it.
0: Because they put the hat on her. Uh-huh. So it's invisible. But Disney... What is up with you guys and cutting heads off?
1: They love it. They really do. (laughs) They really do.
0: (laughs) They have no problem chopping the head off their villain. Mm -hmm. It's weird.
1: But um, yeah, Medusa and Echidna, great, awesome, powerful legends, ancient, beyond. We see Medusa has this like huge catacomb-like basement filled with hundreds of people. She's like turned to stone, petrified. And then Percy, who became a demigod like two days ago, bumbles his way in and beats her right away. No. (laughs) So then
0: he takes her head, her invisible head, Mm -hmm. goes outside. The harpy sees him. She flies at him. He unveils that it's her. Mm -hmm. The harpy instantly turns into stone and crumbles, crashing in front of him. Yeah. She waited out on the driveway for that to happen? Another That is just terrible storytelling.
1: Another awesome powerful crazy cool lady that Percy immediately beats. Yep. He doesn't beat a kidnap, but he like outmaneuvers her.
0: <laughs> yeah, with his
1: I was it's so That
0: that was a really boring episode.
1: It was. It's a lot of it's a lot of like, look, this is the arch. Here's some in universe lore about the intricacies of the gods. And then, oh, here's a monster. It's all the same. Like, they build up the idea of a monster, and then they do the, quote-unquote, action for, like, the last three minutes, if even.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I was paying attention to the end credits, and uh, there's some characters in there that haven't been introduced that I recognize. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I can guess the rest of the story now. Yeah. That's like, congrats, you messed that up so bad.
1: Yeah. I...
0: Boring. I'm not going to say it's bad, but it is boring.
1: I will. I'll call it bad. I don't know how you guys liked this book. <laughs> this is awful. Well, it is a kid's book. It's, so I was say I, I could still watch Harry Potter as bad as it is and see some fun in it. There's nothing fun about Percy Jackson. He's a lame loser. He whines and complains the whole time. He's not even good with his sword. He's in learning to be better. And Annabeth and Grover just sit there and have to spell everything out to him because he doesn't know anything about this world. And then he just wins anyway. And it's dumb. And I don't like it.
0: <laughs> oh, you're not wrong there. Also, Annabeth's a terrible character. She
1: is. I, guess. I-, I can't
0: blame the kid.
1: No, she's doing great. for what a
0: kid can do but the character (laughs) sucks
1: and again it's another female character who's like mean and snappy and rude she's not a villain but she's not kind and fun like how most of the male characters have been but annabeth's brother leo or whatever it was he was immediately kind Grover's kind, the centaur and Dionysus, kind and caring. Yep. You know, every man. It's just so noticeable.
0: (laughs) It is weird when you point that out, because then you look at it and you're like, that's weird. He's fighting women and monsters.
1: Yeah. And lots of times the women are also monsters. Yeah. Okay. Whatever.
0: (laughs) They're is a second season to a really good show on amazon yes and it is called reacher Mm Mm-hmm. maybe a little over a year ago we watched it we talked about it on this podcast how much we enjoyed that show
1: it was great
0: this second season it's not done yet there's two more episodes but oh my god
1: i think the second season's better
0: you think it's better
1: i think so i'm having fun (laughs) i'm having a lot of fun
0: i was trying to solve the (laughs) riddle before they did
1: it's a great mystery. You might have heard of Reacher before. There's an old movie with Tom Cruise and then a sequel movie that sucked with Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's a really fun mystery, but rather than, like, your usual frumpy Sherlock Holmes type of detective, your detective is, like, an eight-foot awesome bodybuilder, strong man, mega-military.
0: <laughs> with cool quips.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, good, funny comic moments. very tense moments in crazy action Mm -hmm. did not know you could do that with a cement smoother
1: (laughs) thrilling (laughs) on the edge of your seat amazing emotional characters oh my god it's literally perfect
0: (laughs) except for the main villain why the main villain's a terrorist uh i will say that much and he's pretty sloppy with his work yes He's got his fingerprints all over everything
1: mm-hmm
0: and I'm like, I feel like you could even though you don't know this guy they call him a ghost mm-hmm. because they can't really identify him and he uses aliases the the thing is you can at least get his voice yeah and you can get his fingerprints and that's enough to ID a person
1: yeah unless he's burned his fingerprints off <laughs> I yeah. don't think he has
0: yeah or chewed them away <laughs> But no, Reacher is so much fun. Uh, total it, detective action, fun like
1: funny, so interesting, so entertaining. <laughs> I would recommend waiting till the end for like the last two episodes to come out because sitting around waiting to see what happens next is a torture. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I still love it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, we watched Exorcist Believer.
1: Oh, yeah, we did.
0: And here is my review on Exorcist Believer. After watching it and going, that was terrible. The next day, I read a article in the Rolling Stones magazine. Okay. Right, it was online, though. Like, I'm buying magazines. <laughs> and it was the top 10 worst movies of
1: 2023. Oh.
0: And right there, like, number three... The worst 10 was Exorcist Believer. And I was like, if I had read this article before (laughs) I wasted my night doing that, I would not have (laughs) wasted my night doing that. It
1: was so just boring.
0: It's terrible. It's
1: so simple. Especially compared to, to what original Exorcist has.
0: It didn't focus on the right things. So,
1: yeah, it like weirdly tried drug, like dredging back up characters from the original Exorcist. It's like, I don't care. She doesn't even do anything. We like tease haunt her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she gets thrown out for the rest of the movie. The
0: possessions aren't interesting enough.
1: No. Like, uh, yeah, there's you, no
0: lore. I hated that. Yeah. I was like, I want to know why that happened.
1: Like that, like the fun part is when like you figure out what's with this specific demon, figure out that specific demon's like beef. How do you combat them? What specific mm-hmm. weaknesses do they have? Like you can get a little girl and give her yellow contacts and paint on an upside down cross on her forehead. But that doesn't make it scary. No. <laughs>
0: uh, in the original Exorcist... I know you haven't seen it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At the very beginning, they're out in the Middle East, and the priest comes across a statue, a... Uh,
1: like a... I
0: want to say Byzantine, but not that... Uh, oh, my God. Hanging Gardens. Babylonian.
1: Ah. Ah. <laughs>
0: Babylonian statue of a demon, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets this eerie feeling, and you get to have that cinematic moment where he is like a little freaked out about the statue and we look at the statue and the music goes off. When that priest grows up and he has to try and cure the girl Mm -hmm. in the movie, it's that demon that he's fighting. Yeah. And it's that cool, like, there is lore. Mm -hmm. And we tied it into an ancient culture. You know, that's the kind of lore I was looking for here. Nothing.
1: Nothing. It was all so vague. Another thing, the only part that really stuck with me was spoilers... If you care. So they're like, you need to pick. One of us lives and the other girl dies. And, you know, very, very easy to predict. The father of the white girl picks her. Mm -hmm. But they do a trick and the one that they pick is the one that dies. The part that sticks with me is when we see her, like, entering hell, I guess. Like, we see her mental state where she's in, like, a weird, flooded... Like, hallway. Yep. And, like, you see demon hands drag her down into the water. And for a moment, that made me realize the fun part about an exorcist story is if we could see some sort of personification of what is and isn't working on the person who's being possessed. Because mm-hmm. every time it's just people yelling and, th- and doing random things at a person, and we just have to believe them when they say something is or isn't working but if we actually had played around with this visual more where we see them trying something and then maybe the water goes down or then something else happens and the water goes back up and we gotta see like some personification of these girls also fighting to get their bodies back yep that would have made it cool but no it's all boring
0: (laughs) in the original there's a scene where they're performing in the exorcist the exorcism Mm -hmm. and there's a face that appears on the screen and disappears really quickly right and when that happened in the 70s the audience freaked out Yeah, (laughs) they were not used to things like that Mm -hmm. right (laughs) the director was very upset this is just a fun little side story to it he was very upset that once it became on VHS because that wasn't a thing back then you couldn't take movies home Yeah, you would have to go to theaters and watch them Mm -hmm. that's why Star Wars had such a big like outbreak yeah because you only could see it in theaters.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: people just kept going back to watch it. Yeah, Because there was nothing else like it, and that was the only way to watch it. You
1: tell a friend, you and your friend go and see it. Also, yep. movies were affordable back then. <laughs> so you could go see it multiple times.
0: Yep. Uh, he was upset that people could just stop and see that it's just a dude with white uh, paint on his face. And people just made fun of it. I just thought that was funny. But... Stuff like that, where even the priest is seeing the, the demonic entity manifest. hmm You know, that's the kind of thing you were looking for. Yeah. I and mean, you got, what, weird smoke coming out of their mouth?
1: Yeah, there's Which always... Which has been
0: done so many times.
1: They always have a point where they totally jump the shark, where, like, a whole-ass tornado of pure black smoke, like, circles out of their throats. And it's like, gee, I wonder if demon is... Like, and the whole thing was that the dad didn't think, like, religion was real. That's why it's called believer he's not a believer when you're sitting there and you see a, a like doom tornado crawl out of your daughter's throat i would think that would make you a believer of something
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> well before they made this one oh by the way this is from the guy who did halloween the trilogy halloween halloween kills halloween ends mm-hmm this was his next trilogy he already has a trilogy planned out great the next one's a uh, receiver yeah or deceiver
1: deceiver and then the next one's should
0: what? be redeemer
1: that's not, that's not... <laughs> we'll see well
0: <laughs> apparently they're still gonna go forward with it but he has to really rework a lot of stuff yeah because that was very very bad <laughs> and then you know w- why not reboot another classic horror movie, like The Omen?
1: Oh yeah, you told me about this, and I'm upset. <laughs> Omen,
0: original sin.
1: I don't want it. I really don't want it. <laughs> Some things just deserve to stay where they are. Just remaster the footage. Don't redo it.
0: <laughs> I've seen The Omen. Have you seen The Omen? I have. Oh, I love it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's terrifying. Yes. It's one of those, I would say it's up there right next to The Witch. And Rosemary's Baby.
1: Like the oldness of it mm-hmm. helps add to the horror. <laughs> I tried to
0: watch the remake. Yeah. Instantly turned that off. I was like, nope, you did not get it.
1: They, have, they always just overcomplicate things when they do these remakes, especially of horror movies. They just don't get what made it so thrilling the first time.
0: Yeah. They think they just redo it and modernize it. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe the old timey feel is what makes it creepy. Yeah.
1: The or fact that it helps. it's all painfully practical. Yes. Not some lazy CGI. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now back to your list of one hundred.
1: Yes, we did it. We 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 rolled the die and picked a movie.
0: And our first movie. So there's actually ninety nine to watch now. Yes. Our first movie was Us. Jordan yes. Peele's Us sophomore debut.
1: Now the one before Nope. The one after Get Out.
0: Uh, we haven't seen Get Out yet. That is on the list of hundred. Yes. We've seen Nope. We have. I love it.
1: Yes. Us was very good It's good Not as good as Nope, I would say
0: Did not make me sit there and think about it too often
1: it, 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 uh, The opposite, it made me think about it But not in a fun way Because I just had a lot of unanswered questions by the end mm. um, But it is really good Like the cinematography, the acting They did a lot of camera work Because everyone played two roles And they yep. interacted with each other a lot So that's never easy to do
0: I remember people saw it and they were like, it wasn't good. Because they thought it was going to be like Get Out. Yeah. But then when I was reading about the like actual critics reviewing it, they were like, no, it's it's a good movie. And I was like, uh, this is weird because this also happened with Nope.
1: Mm-hmm. Some
0: people did not like Nope. And I'm like, I don't think you understood what it was. Yeah just like us is a little too avant-garde with its concept
1: yeah, it's like it's I'm it's several years old now so I'm gonna talk spoilers yeah um I was just sitting there like I don't fully understand how the tethered system works like who like I it, it, like they have to do whatever it is their surface counterpart is doing but then they also don't Later on, like they, they rally and invade the surface world.
0: <laughs> she was talking about that and how somebody gave up on the tether and the tether broke and allowed them to rise up again.
1: Yeah, but like...
0: Why do they use scissors?
1: Because that's because the untethering is the... I, I, did, I did several hours of Googling the night after we watched it. Because okay. I'm like, There's, I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't fully get it. So many cool ideas, but I don't think it was a fully thought out process. Like, when you see the tethered version of her paralleled to the regular version of her during the opening sequence, when they explain it at the end, like, I see what they were doing. But, like actually i don't get it like why would it be working out this way why would no one stop like come go down and free the tethered or kill them all because red theorized it was a government project that failed so they're just surviving down there (laughs) still being tethered until they
0: realize they don't have to be can we stop using that excuse it's a government project that failed yeah. I'm so sick of it.
1: I would have preferred a um, supernatural thing instead.
0: Yeah, so I thought that's where we were going with yeah. the mysticism of the Native Americans. Someone was talking about Spider Woman,
1: mm. not the comic. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it wasn't that interesting to me. It's not scary,
1: it's too long, also.
0: It was weirdly long. Yeah, I remember when I stopped it, and I was like, how much more can we do? And there was another hour in there.
1: The whole middle is really irrelevant. (laughs) Like, let's be honest. Like, that's where, like, the action goes, I guess, of running around, not being murdered. But the the actual story is the beginning and the very end. Everything else in the middle does not need to be there. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't even really hint towards things, either. You can like go back and rewatch and be like, "Oh, I see!" Like little things here and there, maybe.
0: Yeah, probably not.
1: Yeah, it was good though.
0: And yeah, no, it's still it was better than Exorcist Believer, but that's not <laughs> saying much, right there, is there?
1: It made me think, which is something I always appreciate, making me actually consider what I've watched.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Golden Globes.
1: It happened. Um. We watched them. We had technical difficulties because they were like, "It's streaming right after this football game," and they never mentioned that you have to have Showtime. Yeah. So we missed Joe Coy's opening monologue because we were floundering trying to get it to work. Yes. And I say we missed the worst part.
0: <laughs> How bad? Because I've seen nonstop articles about him apologizing. Have you
1: seen any of the like like clips from it? No. It's bad. He, so his, like, one of his opening jokes is, like, this amazing movie about one of the biggest marvels of our age, about Oppenheimer, next to a movie about a plastic doll with big boobies. And then it cuts to, like, the crew of Barbie, and, like, Ryan Gosling is stone-faced, and Margot Robbie is stone-faced, and Greta Gerwig is actively frowning, and no one's laughing, and it's like, oh... (sighs) And then he goes, he's like mumbles something that goes, Sorry, Margo, it's not all about you. And everyone's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what? And then he made Taylor, a different Taylor Swift joke, I don't know exactly what it was. No one was laughing and so he gets frustrated and so he starts yelling, What, I got this gig ten days ago, you wanted a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up! That's what he says, yo, shut up. And it's like, ten days? Yes, you're a comedian. I would expect 10 days would be plenty of time to, to get this wow. done. And then he started blaming. He's like, these aren't even my jokes. These are the writers. They told me to do this. And it's like, so... Uh, <laughs> well, we
0: saw an interview before that where he was like, yeah, I've been writing for days on this.
1: Yeah.
0: I've been writing for days. I quote him there. Mm-hmm. And then he blames a writing team.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It does also... My-
1: Someone was mentioning, like, whether he wrote it or a team wrote it, everyone at, what is it, NBC? CBS? Who? NBC, I think. They looked at his jokes and had to approve of them. So they sat there and th- 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 thought nothing was wrong.
0: <laughs> I've seen Joe Coy a few times, and I would say he's a C rate um, comedian.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of people are being like, I don't even know who this guy is. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: his big thing is he's Filipino.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: where he makes that dumb joke about sushi. Yeah. Where he's like, we don't eat our sushi raw, we cook it, because I'm Filipino. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and I told you, before we watched it, I was like, watch, he'll make a joke about being Filipino. hmm Because that's his whole thing. He's not a great writer, and, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I just, now we know he won't be back.
1: I feel like, because I noticed <laughs> he was doing, like, like coming back segments, and then there was a point, like, maybe halfway through... He, he stopped. ...where you just didn't see him anymore. And I'm wondering if they cut him out entirely.
0: They probably just told him to go away.
1: Because they probably saw everyone's reaction, and they're like, nah, you're done. You don't get to finish the set. <laughs> he didn't even, like, close out the show or anything like that.
0: No, they just ended it.
1: A lot of people thought that, the humor in general was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. There was a really weird moment with Will Ferrell and... Some lady. I don't remember who she was. I saw that. It was one of the last um, awards, and they started dancing to a, a funny little song that kept interrupting them while insisting the Golden Globes were still serious. It was a very bad joke. I was confused because I know that song. It's called uh, Fluffing a Duck. It is a song that. It, I don't remember the name of the guy who made it, but he gives it out for, like, free use. Like, it's copyright free. But you have to credit him. And I'm like, did you credit him? No. Oh. <laughs> did, did the Golden Globe... It, it's weird to see the Golden Globe using this song that a billion YouTubers use as, like, background music. I don't know. It was weird. Hmm. <laughs> huh.
0: Well, one thing they kept saying at the beginning of the pre-show before the Globes, the awards itself, mm-hmm. they're like, these are the funnest awards in the world. And I was like, what?
1: Yeah, like, what do you mean? <laughs>
0: As opposed to what, like, award shows aren't supposed to be really fun. Uh,
1: a lot of people were complaining that the no one had time to give a good speech. Yep. But we had plenty of time for the bad jokes between every award. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't like that they're rushing people off the stages. We mm-hmm. had this problem with the uh, the Game of the Year awards. They are just rushing people off the stage, and it's like, no, they should have the floor. Yeah. What you need to do is up your security and prevent idiots from crashing it. Mm-hmm. That, w- that would be nice, huh? Sure would be. Um, yeah,
1: imagine, like, you all this effort, you get the award, and you have 18 seconds to say everything? Yeah. That's it? Then you got to watch Will Ferrell dance like an idiot for three minutes. <laughs>
0: I mean, I could just watch one of those movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but neither one is going to be funny.
0: <laughs> I've seen all those movies. Um, Yeah, so the Golden Globes. I, this might have been my second time watching them.
1: I, uh,
0: we watched them a long time ago.
1: Big flop. Barbie got shafted.
0: Yes, so we're going to go through the winners.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: uh, In a very bizarre
1: You're going to notice... Order. Um. Two or three in particular just keep on popping up.
0: <laughs> All right, yawns. Here we go. Best film winner. Oh, best film drama winner Oppenheimer. Yep. Best female actor in a film drama Lady Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon.
1: This was the only one for Killers of the Flower Moon to win, which I'm happy for. <laughs>
0: I have some theories on that.
1: The more Scorsese loses, the happier I am.
0: <laughs> the best film, musical, or comedy. Okay, well, guys, this the next 30 minutes is listening to Critter Rant.
1: Poor <sighs> Things is the winner, beating out Barbie. It's, I don't, I, 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 I haven't seen Poor Things. I don't know if it's a musical or a comedy. But based off of the other things they categorize as comedy... I'm gonna say maybe it didn't deserve to be in this category. Also, yeah, how did Poor Things, that's only been out for five weeks, to I don't know, one or two people have talked about it. How is that gonna beat Barbie?
0: Which is funny because Barbie is a musical and a comedy.
1: Yes, it <laughs> <laughs> really is both criteria. <laughs> but you gave it to Poor Things because you like your artsy fartsy little art house movies.
0: <laughs> Best male actor in a film, musical, or comedy: Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers we did not watch the holdovers
1: no maybe we should i do like paul giamani he's a very good actor
0: okay best tv series drama secession
1: yep did, did you hear that name get ready you might hear it a lot more
0: <laughs> <laughs> best female actor in tv series drama Sarah sarah snook Succession. (laughs) Succession. Yep. Best TV series, musical, or comedy, The Bear. So, yeah. Which beat out Abbott Elementary. And I was like, "Mm,
1: So The Bear and... Only murderers. And Barry are in this category. Neither one are... Comedy. Comedy. They're not musicals either. (laughs) I would say
0: The Bear has more comedic moments than Barry.
1: I would say The Bear is more of a drama than... Anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is a drama.
1: Barry's also just a drama. I bet they, but they had one or two jokes, so I guess that makes it a comedy. <laughs> if I was Bill Hader or Jeremy Allen White, I would be livid <laughs> that it gets categorized as comedies.
0: <laughs> Best limited TV series anthology series or TV movie: Beef.
1: Did you hear that name? Beef. You might hear it a few more times.
0: <laughs> Cinematic and box office achievement, Barbie. Good. For obvious reasons. That's funny, Taylor didn't get it fuck you (laughs)
1: yeah she showed up and she didn't win anything no and and they and okay Joe Coy made a shitty joke
0: but it was accurate
1: he was like we're gonna cut the difference between us and the NFL is our cameras are gonna cut to her less often and that was probably the one good joke she was so
0: upset and uh, and I was like I love it and
1: they did still cut to her so often
0: She wore that ugly ass green dress.
1: Also, another thing about Joe Coy, terrible delivery. He laughed in the middle of every single one of his jokes and completely ruined the timing for his punchline. That's like he his style. laughed to interrupt his own punchline.
0: That's his style. It's
1: not a good style. You're just fa- failing as a it, comedian. It is,
0: it, the way I would describe his comedy is more um, like you're hanging out with your buddies.
1: All right, my buddies are actually funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But you understand what I'm saying, right? Mm
1: hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Best original song in a film. I don't give a shit about Billie Eilish. Um, <laughs> it was best, Barbie
1: Love. <laughs> best
0: original score in a film. Ludwig Ga- Garanson. Oppen- Gorenson? Oppenheimer. And, uh, Oppenheimer. <laughs> yep. Best male actor in a film. Killian Murphy. God, yeah. Oppenheimer. I always forget it's a K sound. <laughs> uh, best female actor in a film. <laughs> musical or comedy Beating out Margot Robbie Emma Stone for Poor Things
1: Yeah, Poor Things won a lot of things
0: <clears throat> Best Director in Film Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer Take that scorsese of
1: I was so uh, all right. Am I upset that Barbie didn't win? Yes, but also I was just happy Scorsese didn't win as well <laughs> Yeah
0: uh, best animated feature film, The Boy and the Heron.
1: We've discussed the issues with animated film. You're going to lump. Not even categories. It's not even like drama or comedy.
0: Yeah, there's just one. It's
1: every single animation thing ever. Doesn't matter even like also, Boy and the Heron, 2D animation. Drawn with pen and pencil. Super Mario Bros., 3D CGI. Mm-hmm. We're going to compare these two, <laughs> I guess. <laughs>
0: I would say Elemental was better than the Super Mario Brothers movie. And the Super Mario Brothers movie is better than Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Best
0: male actor in TV uh, drama. Kieran Culkin for Secession. Yep. Best female actor for musical, TV series, and comedy. Uh E. Debrie.
1: Yeah. The bear? Yep. Again.
0: <laughs> uh best non-english language film
1: oh my god boo i hate this one okay
0: this one came out of nowhere the anatomy or anatomy of a fall yeah it's a french film they kept shoving the director up there she did not learn english no i don't know
1: why she was accepting the awards
0: when she can't even speak the language. i I was listening to her Mm -hmm. and i was like You're not enunciating.
1: And they let her talk for so long, They let her
0: talk longer than everyone else. Yeah. Maybe because they felt bad because she was trying to speak English.
1: Maybe. But also, like, I've never heard of this movie. And the first time it won an award, I Googled it, and it's getting, like, a 7.8. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell is this stupid bullshit? (laughs) You don't deserve to win. (laughs) Fuck you. Just because you're French. (laughs) New new one. First year
0: they ever did this. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do not agree with a lot of these. Best performance in stand-up comedy on TV. Where's Joe Coy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Gervais ended up winning. Hilarious, given his performance at the Golden Globes last year.
0: Oh, yeah. He tore them a new one, did <laughs> he?
1: destroyed them. <laughs> his opening joke was, he said something like, like, like fuck, was about... he was like, Epstein's a loser. Ah, okay, groan if you want. I know he's your buddy.
0: <laughs> it was Weinstein.
1: Oh, one of them? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, if, yeah, all the uh, all the ones for stand up, f- for this category, very safe. Except old. for Chris Rock. I Even mean, then he's old. Like everyone knows who these comedians are. Amy Schumer, really.
0: She sucks.
1: Like Sarah Silverman, who I thought was like long retired by now, has never been funny. By the way. Wanda Sykes. You know, like they've been around for forever. It's very safe. Auctions. But that
0: that's the thing. And I was telling you that. So we do watch a lot of stand up comedy because mm-hmm. I love it. Um, and to me there were three stand-up specials this year that were just phenomenal mm-hmm. and you should go back and watch them and study them if you want to really understand comedy yep uh, Tom Segura's Sludgehammer very funny oh my god it's hilarious <laughs> it's just stupidly hilarious <laughs> uh, everyone's favorite uh, what, what is his name Baby J
1: Oh, John Mulaney! <laughs> John Mulaney,
0: coming back from rehab and telling his story—really
1: great, heartfelt—to kick it all off. Very funny, despite like still touches on like the hard he had to go through. Yeah, still very funny. And then,
0: uh, who I think is like the greatest of our time, telling jokes wise and doing a one man show, Mike Birbiglia is "The Old Man in the Pool." Mm-hmm. Oh my God! It's I still talk about how great that was.
1: One of he's he's a master. Oh my God, he's a
0: master. <laughs> <laughs> he's a freaking, you. You hear a joke and you laugh at it. You think that's funny, and then like an hour later, he throws the joke back in, and it like it's not only still funny, but it's in this new context that works so much better.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's honestly amazing.
0: <laughs> uh, best male actor in TV series, musical or comedy, Jeremy Allen White for The Bear.
1: Yeah.
0: Best screenplay for a film, uh, Fall of Anatomy
1: boo oh
0: wait anatomy of a fall sorry stupid <laughs> best supporting male actor in tv series not specified here but uh matthew McFadden for succession
1: yep who's british yeah
0: i didn't know that was
1: <laughs> we found that out
0: <laughs> that was weird uh supporting actress and tv series elizabeth debicki the crown debicki 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 i think yeah she played uh
1: diana
0: the princess diana
1: and you're right she does look exactly it's like creepy it. It isn't was, it like you mentioned it and i kept missing it every time they showed it on screen and then they finally showed it again at the end i was like oh damn
0: yeah for a while i was like i'm just seeing pictures of princess diana like, and they're just... like no that is her and i was like
1: weird choice to get stock footage of princess diana yeah I, that's what? what i thought And I was like, <laughs> okay
0: no you just recreated best male actor for a limited tv series uh stephen yun his first Emmy ever.
1: Woo! Beef again.
0: Glenn's grown up quite a lot.
1: Beef really deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good.
0: <laughs> you remember when he was Gwen? Glenn? I do. God, I do remember
1: Glenn. Tongues
0: all over the place. Way now. back,
1: back when Walking Dead was still really good. <laughs> yep.
0: Best female actor, and I totally agree with this one also for limited series. Ali Wong for Beef, yeah. his co-star.
1: Yeah, Beef deserved every single award. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was, it was a good one. Best Supporting Actor in a Film. Now, this one was weird. Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. Yeah. When Robert goes up there, Mm -hmm. Mr. Downey, Sir Jr.
1: Yes. (laughs) The man, the myth, the legend.
0: (laughs) Uh, That was Iron Man. Yeah. No, that was just Iron Man.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He
0: said something... uh,
1: like, my wife for putting up with... Like, thanks to my wife for putting up with no, me. No, he said,
0: does that track? That was his oh. thing. He goes, I don't know, does that track? And then he keeps talking, and I was like, that's something Tony says. Yeah. You're... So, when he plays Tony, he's, he's just being himself.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's why it's such a good performance. <laughs> he barely has to perform.
0: <laughs> so oh man that makes me rethink about how i feel about tony now because i'm like it's just robert downey (laughs)
1: yeah yeah, yeah. it makes all his other movies where he's not robert downey a lot more impressive because you realize how much acting he's doing (laughs) have you seen Chaplin? no oh is does he play Chaplin? yeah dang
0: oh he (laughs) also (laughs) he looks like the tramp like it's a and he walks like him nice it's crazy. Best Supporting Male Actor in a... Wait, we already did that? Yeah. Last one. Best Supporting Female Actor in Film. What? Devine? Divine Joy Rudolph?
1: For The Holdovers?
0: For The Holdovers.
1: Yeah, we we didn't see it.
0: (laughs) So there we go. Uh, Was it worth watching them?
1: Oh, something to put on TV for three hours.
0: Yeah. Well, I had to make dinner.
1: I could have helped. It probably would have sped up the process. You took so long.
0: <laughs> I made cauliflower wings.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, we, we're we pescatarian for this month.
0: Instead of being vegetarian, we decided to bring in fish. Just because it was a little hard to get the proteins.
1: It's just also because, like, man, once you have one tofu taco, you really realize fish would help.
0: <laughs> Honestly, tacos don't always need meat. It doesn't. But I was thinking of a juicy steak today. Yeah. And I was like, damn, even right now, I'm like, that sounds so good. (laughs) It's okay, we can still eat at Taco Bell, we just can't get the good stuff.
1: Yeah, vegetarian, (laughs) vegetarian at Taco Bell.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, you said there's nothing new or exciting coming out media-wise, entertainment-wise, I'm assuming you mean.
1: Yeah, I already am regretting saying that. (laughs) Uh, Just because I know everything is slated to come out in 2025.
0: So we only get one Marvel movie. Yes. That's Deadpool 3. Mm-hmm. That's exciting enough.
1: It is pretty exciting. And that's the
0: end of this podcast. No. <laughs> There's some other ones. Uh, Darkness of Agatha. Agatha of Darkness? Oh, yeah. Hark-
1: Harkness. Agatha Harkness. Oh. Darkness of Harkness. <laughs>
0: I don't even know what it's called because they keep changing the title. Yeah. We're going to get an alien TV show. <sighs> Really? Yep.
1: Ooh, I'm immediately intrigued.
0: <laughs> what else are we going to get?
1: Uh, Paper Mario: The Thousand-Year Door comes out right in time for my Silent- birthday. Silent Hill 2? Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm nervous cuz oh, Konami knows how to Creature ruin Commandos. Please. Oh yeah. Which
0: will kick off the DCU.
1: Well, I'm maybe. That one might still be 2025.
0: It's going to be 2024. Yeah, just late. Yeah, it'll be later in the year. Yeah. Uh, man, I know there's some other good ones in there. Oh, Rings of Power, Season 2. Yeah. House of the Dragons, Season 2.
1: I am excited for both of those. Bring me back to the world of fantasy, baby!
0: <laughs> I'm more excited for Lord of the Rings. And I know, you can say that first season was horrible.
1: It was slow. I
0: mean, yeah, there's some issues. It doesn't matter... Let's just keep going. Yes. I want to just keep going.
1: I, wa- I do want to see it. I, and I hope, I, hopefully, they can like just improve. Yeah. Just <laughs> shut up.
0: Enjoy your time in Middle Earth. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it could be worse. It could be The Hobbit. It could be Battle of Five Armies.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, th- there's a lot of stuff coming out this year. Mm-hmm. And because we got uh, Paramount Plus with Showtime now, yeah. I unlocked. The Showtime stuff,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which means we have access to The Curse.
1: The Curse. Which one's that one? <gasps> no. Yes. No, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> no, Nathan scares me.
0: <laughs> Nathan Fielderman, who, oh my God, if you want to watch one of the most, I don't even, I hope it's not a documentary. It's but so it is.
1: traumatizing.
0: <laughs> it's called The Rehearsal. It's on HBO Max. And as you keep going down that route with Nathan, Mm -hmm. you descend into this darkness that when you walk away, when you finish the whole thing, you just go, what the fuck did I just watch?
1: I hope that was fake, because you can never tell. That's the scary part about Nathan, is I can't (laughs) tell when he's acting.
0: (laughs) It was creepy. Oh, man. It's very entertaining.
1: Nathan has, like, the energy of like okay so um adult swim infomercials Mm -hmm. um people live in this house oh god (laughs) or uh, unedited bare footage (laughs) like the same unease those two give me is this is the vibe of nathan as a man
0: (laughs) every now that i think of people live in this house and i'm like what happened <laughs> why are they phasing through the walls
1: and it's, it's it's a horrifying thought when you realize what happens when they get to earth as they phase into the earth they, they can't breathe going. anymore
0: <laughs> yeah that was a uh, that was just a weird thing
1: oh god
0: <laughs> so that was our first one uh remember uh the question
1: yes do they recast kang or do they just drop kang entirely
0: yep and we'll talk about uh, your guys' choices next week. And we'll come up with a new question along with a new episode.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I'm going to say this one time and one time only because I agree with uh, Larry David <laughs> that there's a statue of limitations on how much you can say Happy New Year. Yes. It is the 8th. It will be the ninth when this come out. That's it. Well past. I'm done.
1: Should, like I was being forgiving and polite, but after this point, no. Stop it. Nope.
0: It's already the year.
1: <laughs> and if you haven't put your Christmas decorations away yet, get on that. <laughs>
0: Please. I found a way to do it, and I was sick.
1: <laughs> it took
0: me three hours, but I did it.
1: You could have watched the Golden Globe at that time.
0: <laughs> no, I watched uh, Bloodhawk, Captain Bloodhawk.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know what to really say. Interesting animated styles. Yeah. There is, like, some live action in there. Where...
1: It's weird. weird. Yeah,
0: but I don't know what to think of it. I can't believe they want to make a second season. I don't know why that was an Ubisoft thing.
1: Yeah, it was, I don't, and I don't know any of the franchises. Like, I never played those games. It means nothing to me. Yeah,
0: so that was just weird. But okay, that was Coffee Break. Thank you. Bye.
1: Bye.